0: The biggest ROI of your time, your money, your effort is going to be working on your mindset.
1: Hello, and welcome to Small Business Pivots. I'm your host, Michael Morrison, a small business coach who helps small business owners grow a business that runs without them. Go to MichaelDMorrison.com to learn how we can help you. On this podcast, we talk to small business owners to learn the pivots they made to grow their struggling business into a successful business now doing a million dollars or more in annual revenue. Make sure to listen to the end for my recap and Coach's Corner, where I share applicable action steps for small business owners to move the needle in their business. Our episode today is perfect as we approach the end of the year. Business owners everywhere are crafting their strategies for the road ahead. Today, we're offering an exclusive glimpse into a private podcast recording tailored for small business owners that would not have been possible without our video partner, Design Tunnel, in Oklahoma City. Find out more about their industry-leading video production studio and video podcasting services by visiting designtunnel.com. In this special episode, we delve into a crucial aspect often overlooked, mindset. A growth-winning mindset can be the catalyst that propels your business to new heights. Our guest, the insightful April Sprintz, creator of the generosity culture, shares her expertise on how embracing the right mindset can break barriers and pave the way for success. April firmly believes in the power of mindset and generosity as the keys to achieving the extraordinary. Join us as we explore how understanding your own power and uncovering your genius can transform not just your business, but your life. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and strategic empowerment. This episode is a gift to you, a compass to navigate the upcoming year and beyond. Let's unlock the potential within. Welcome to a podcast that goes beyond the ordinary because your success starts with the right mindset. Let's dive in. All right. So welcome, business owners, to another month with a professional speaker and influencer from around the world. Today, we have April Sprints from Florida. How are you today?
0: I'm doing awesome. How are you, Michael?
1: I'm doing great. Well, I certainly appreciate you coming and sharing with our business owners. Uh, the purpose of our group meetings are to help them. Uh, most small business owners, Don't know what they don't know. And our topic this month is mindset. And there's a popular buzzword that goes around imposter syndrome. There's also uh, business owners who, you know, they're just at the brink. They're about to walk off the ledge. They're tired. They don't know if they're doing the right thing. So they get deflated, defeated, all those kinds of things. And you uh, attracted me the first time that I saw your content as far as like neuroscience. I think that was kind of our first engagement was the mind and everything. And we just hit it right off the bat. So uh, I wanted you to share some of your knowledge and wisdom and experience with our business owners today. So I'll let you kind of have the floor.
0: Oh, I'm honored to. So the first thing when you were describing, Michael, you know, the ups and downs and on the brink and sometimes having this amazing feeling in this amazing day and then sometimes feeling like it's almost over, that's actually usually before noon for most business owners And I just wanted to let everyone know that that's really, really typical. And that's something that I think is a huge relief for most small business owners to know because you feel like you're the only one and everyone else has it handled and everyone else is doing a good job. And you're the one who's struggling with your mindset or to scale your business to that next inflection point. And the truth is being in a group like this is super valuable because you find out that there are other folks who are in that same boat with you and you can leverage some of those tools that they use to make your business better as well and the biggest one of that the biggest roi of your time your money your effort is going to be working on your mindset because and you know when i was younger i didn't totally understand this quote i loved it but i didn't understand it which is life is 90 percent what happens to you and 10% how you react to it and working on your mindset and developing a mindset that works for you really ensures that no matter what happens in the economy, in your personal life, in your business, you are not only ready to handle it, you are set up to prosper from it.
1: Where would a business owner start? I mean, with your your knowledge and expertise?
0: now when you say start do you mean start around their mindset or
1: mindset how to shift that how to change that or can it be shifted or can it just be worked on
0: 100 percent, it can be shifted it can be worked on you can get better and better at it like any skill that you want and the great news is even if you feel like you're someone who has a terrible mindset the fact that you have a desire to have a better mindset means that you have the capacity to develop the skill and the first place I like to start is just explaining what it means. Because people hear, oh, you should have a good mindset. Oh, you should have a growth mindset. Oh, you have a, a negative mindset or a scarcity mindset. And they don't always know exactly what folks mean by that. The terms seem interchangeable. And, you know, Carol Dwyer is the one who really wrote it out for folks. And this is a fixed mindset. And this is a growth mindset. And a fixed mindset, the best way I can describe that to folks is it is marked by fear. I don't want to look dumb. I don't want to try new things because people might judge me if I'm not good at them. I feel like my intelligence, my skill, everything about my business and my life is is where it is. I was born that way. Either I have the skill or I can't get it. A growth mindset is on the other side of the spectrum. It's I'm brave enough to suck at something new and I'm OK if I'm not good at it, because as I can consistently practice it, I'm going to get better. As time goes on, I am not afraid of the way that I look to other people because I'm so excited about learning new things and growing and becoming. And I know that no one starts out knowing how to do absolutely everything. But I know that I can get better and better. So I'll be afraid. Growth mindset doesn't mean you're not afraid. It just means that you feel the fear and do it anyway. And for me, I don't like to talk about either one of those two because, again, it seems kind of black and white. So I love the idea of a winning mindset, which is a mindset that works for you. So how are you day in and day out looking at the world, yourself, and the things that you're trying to engage in, in a way that makes it more possible for you to do and have all of the things that you want? And the way that you start with that, I think the number one way is one, realizing it is possible. You can learn it. You're never too old. You're never too young. And then two, understanding that it really starts with reframing the way that you see things and if you're not familiar with that term you probably do it for your friends or your children when they talk about a situation that seems so dire and it's so upsetting to them and because it's happening to them in the moment it really feels like that we don't want to take away from how that feels. However, you, because you're on the outside looking in, or maybe you have more experience with what they're going through, you can say, well, you know, what if you look at it this way? And so you just turn it just a little bit, and that's a reframe. And we can learn how to do that for ourselves, where we can start to see situations, even challenges or super negative situations as happening for us, not to us. And a great way for folks to be able to do that is to think about not in the middle of the situation, but think about when you're journaling or doing some planning, you have some time to just really start to look back at your life. Think of a few of those things that have happened over the last five, 10, 20 years that at the time were a disaster. They were terrible. There was nothing worse that could have happened. But as you go on a little further and you get more information, it turned into something that was a huge blessing, a huge windfall. It was really an advantage for you. You just didn't know right in the middle of it. And when you get to the other side of it, you go, wow, I would not have wanted that to happen any other way. So if you've seen that happen in other situations and you know that the only difference was a little bit of time and a little bit of more information, can you start looking at things as they happen to you now as, I can't wait to find out how this is working out for me and have that separation to allow you to be empowered and make your best decisions in the moment.
1: So is that a daily kind of like a mantra mindset that you have to have, or is that a situational, um, when you start thinking that way?
0: So it's both. Because if you think about it, there are things that happen to us every single day, situation by situation that get us riled up. And the way that I like to remind people of when they need to be using their mindset is to monitor their oven. So if you think of your temperament, your temper or your frustration as an oven, right? Most of the time, we're kind of going around at like 180. We're good. We can keep something warm. We're at a good place when a stressful situation happens, especially if you're a type A person, which business owners tend to be, get it done, make it happen, thrive under stress. When something that you perceive as any sort of threat happens, man, you put that oven on broil 500 right now. And as you know, from doing any kind of cooking, if you've ever reheated leftovers, you don't have to go to 500 to handle most things. You can usually handle it at a little lower of a temperature. So that first indicator for you is your mood, your oven, how you feel when you start feeling in a a negative manner about something, whether you're sad, angry, upset, frustrated, that's an indicator that you can reframe a situation so that you feel better about it. And this isn't just about being happy all the time or being positive or not being a pessimist. When you're calm, when you are looking at something as working for you instead of happening to you, you're more empowered because you're in a place to make a better decision. Have you ever, Michael, made a decision when something bad was going on just right like that and your knee-jerk reaction was not probably the right thing, but if you'd had a little more time and you'd calm down, you would have made a better choice?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's mindset. It gives you that time to get yourself in a better place and make the choice that works the best for you.
1: You're listening to Small Business Pivots a podcast created for small business owners who are ready to take their business to the next level with more freedom and more profit. If you need help growing your business, go to michaeldmorson.com. If you need video production or video podcasting services for your business, don't forget to visit our video partners at designtunnel.com and let them know we said hi. And one last thing, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast so we can meet our goal of helping more small business owners grow their business. Let's get back to our guest. That's great advice. Cause I know a lot of business owners that I talk to are tired of seeing the motivational Mondays. I mean, they're all good. It's good stuff. But when you see that all the time, you almost start not believing it. It's just like, that's a bunch of words. Uh, one of the things that I do is I have a daily mantra. Every day is an exciting adventure with uh, problems to solve and memories to be made. Is that kind of what you're talking about a little bit, just slowing down and? Well,
0: that can absolutely help. And one of the things that you've done that I think is fantastic is you do want to curate what you're absorbing. And I mean, curate what you watch on TV, curate what, I don't even watch the news. I used to be a news anchor and I do not watch it. And I every once in a while will get my news from reading it because then I can choose how I'm absorbing the information. I curate my feeds on social media. So the things that resonate with you go towards those. The things that don't, if there are certain motivational quotes or certain people that irritate you or bug you, you can go and mute them without them knowing that you're not seeing their information. So that's another great part of mindset because it's constantly feeding itself so everything that you take in every day every hour is impacting the way that you feel the way that you see the world and that impacts your mindset think about it if you are surrounded by nothing but successful people who have just great experiences and who are just you know kicking tail and taking names and you feel good about yourself you're not using that as comparison and beating up on yourself you feel like anything is possible for you right but if you are surrounded by people who are failing or information on the economy is terrible and businesses are going to you know hell in a handbasket all those things then you start to think that's true for you too so i love how you're curating what you're looking at and you're finding something that resonates with you and doing that every day i think anyone having a mindset practice of some sort is super valuable. For me, I have a morning routine that is extremely short because I'm I'm big on the short morning routine, but very powerful. And it is one to review three wins from the day before. They can be big, they can be little, they can be personal, they can be to do with business. But really what it's doing is getting me to focus on all the things that are going well. The second part is to take anywhere from 17 to 30 seconds. That's all it takes to get some momentum going for your day and think about the things I appreciate about my life, whether that is my dog or that I'm going to meet with a client that I really love that day or that it's a beautiful sunny day in Florida. Just start that momentum of what I appreciate and what I really like. It's a super short routine, probably takes two minutes, takes just a little longer if you write those wins down. But what's fantastic about it is, and this is where we're getting into the neuroscience, you are going to get more of what you focus on because there is a part of your brain that literally sifts through all of the millions of images and sounds and things like that, that your subconscious takes in every moment of every day and decides what's going to filter up to that 20%. Let's say that your subconscious mind is 80% of your mind and 20% of that is your conscious mind. Now, different doctors say different things. Some say 12% and 88%. Eh, I like 80-20. But let's say that you're filtering that up for the things that you're going to notice. Well, you're going to notice the things that you've focused on consciously because that's what you have told your subconscious mind is important. And if you're not familiar with this, it's based on the Bader-Meinhof principle, you've experienced it. If you or someone you know has ever purchased a certain vehicle in a certain color, and then the moment you did, it's like everyone else went and bought one too, because you see it on the road so many times when you seem like you've never seen it before. That's your subconscious mind filtering something up to your conscious mind that you have focused on. So think about how powerful that is when you direct your thoughts and direct your attention to things, because you are literally deciding what your experience is going to be like based on what you're training yourself to notice.
1: Well, I know for me, starting off the morning with my mantra and focus time has been beneficial. Is that kind of what you're leading to? Like starting off the morning, that sets the tone for the day and then other things really can't interrupt that mindset i mean they can but not negatively
0: absolutely well so they, they'll do it less and less. There are no absolutes in life. I have days where my mindset is just crap. It happens. It happens to everyone. The great thing is I also know the tools to get it back on track. So while that is a great practice to start your morning with, because again, then you've got this great momentum that you go into the day with, it's also a great short little practice to close your door and do when you feel like your day's gone left and it's only 11 a.m. You're like, man, I got a lot of day left. I got to figure this out so that this day can go better than it has so far and on those few days where man you just can't you can't Like no matter what it is, you are just doing the wrong things and experiencing the wrong things. On those days, I go to sleep. I take like a 20 minute nap because it's a great way to reset. It works for toddlers. It also works for entrepreneurs. If you can find a way to do that. And if you're a meditator, that works too. Meditation is actually fantastic. But for folks who aren't comfortable with that, if you can take just 10 minutes, 15 minutes to distract yourself, whether that is by sleeping or calling a friend, you can make a huge difference in stopping the negative momentum on a day and getting your mindset where you want it
1: is imposter syndrome real
0: oh gosh a hundred percent and not only is imposter system system imposter syndrome real it impacts each and every person and if you're around someone that you think it never impacts them they just don't share it And the interesting thing about imposter syndrome is I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. And there are three things that I always tell people when they say they've struggled with it. I've struggled with it myself. I will struggle with it again. Why? Because imposter syndrome signifies how much you care about the job that you're going to do at what you're trying to do. So that's the first thing that you need to understand. The second thing that you need to understand is that it signifies you're about to do something big. No one feels imposter syndrome when they're going to go get the mail. No one feels imposter syndrome when they're putting on their shoes, right? It's only when you're taking that next leap, you're doing that next big thing. So if you look at it as an indicator that, wow, this is a big, great thing and I care, that is super useful. And just a side note, I was talking with Jennifer Lopez years ago when I was a military news anchor, and I asked her, do you stop getting nervous? You know, or when did you quit? And she said, Oh, my gosh, never. And I hope I never do, because that would mean I don't care. Right. So imposter syndrome is just that indicator that you care. The last thing is, you can borrow the confidence of other people because whether you're in a business role and someone promoted you or you're an entrepreneur and your clients have continued to purchase from you and do business with you, they have decided that you are that person that you're afraid you're not. So borrow their confidence until you can step into it and feel it for yourself.
1: So what are some things, uh, some last minute tips, tricks, resources that you would offer for any business owner like myself that's analytical, um, that sometimes, yeah, I hear that. I read the books; sounds good, but it's still the same thing. I still have to fight through it. I mean, what are, what would you suggest to people like that?
0: So a couple of things. People who are really by the numbers, when you're really beaten down on yourself and saying, "Gosh, I'm not doing as much as I want to, and I should be somewhere further," yet you need to just Google statistics about U.S. small businesses because I don't think people realize how well they're doing. That there's just a small percentage of small businesses that ever make it above six figures, and a much smaller percentage that makes it to seven figures. So if you're somewhere in between on that journey, you've already won in a really big way. The second thing I would tell you is it's like anything else. It's like working out or eating healthy, practicing this more often, getting those reps in, getting those repetitions and getting more practice under your belt is going to make you better. I personally have a resource. I have a, a podcast, Winning Mindset Mastery. It's 10 minutes or less quick tips and processes that you can implement right away to change the way that you're seeing the things around you so that you can notice more opportunities and feel a lot less stress.
1: That's good information. So what is some final advice that you'd love to give business owners to make them better?
0: You know, I would tell business owners, they're always asking me, how do I do more with the time I have? Right? And there are two big takeaways. Number one, we've got to separate the important from the urgent. The important, that is the stuff that is going to move your business forward. Those are the goals that you have. Those are the things that are going to increase revenue, make things better for your employees, make things better for your clients. The urgent is usually driven by someone else and their agenda. And we can think that things are urgent when they are not important and being able to take that oven temperature down and really reassess if this is important for you or not will save a lot of your time the second thing that is super duper important is to know when to outsource when to hire people if you know on average what you generate revenue wise hour by hour in your business if something is less than that hire someone to do it they don't have to be a full-time employee we live in a gig economy hire them on upwork or fiverr wherever you need to but get as much of your time back as you can so that you can focus on what really matters to you
1: excellent so we're about out of time and i want people to engage with you i highly encourage you to reach out to april Uh, I've been following you for a year or more. I know that. And I've always been intrigued with everything you show and, and write. And your podcast is excellent. So how does someone, are you open to LinkedIn connections, engaging with people?
0: Absolutely. So you can't reach out to me on LinkedIn. I am more than happy to connect and engage with you there. You can also go to my website, drivenoutcomes.com. I have free resources for business owners there that you are more than welcome to. And of course, any other version of social media, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, etc. I actually put different types of content on the different ones to help both business owners and individuals in business and their mindset.
1: Well, fantastic. April, it's been a pleasure. I'm honored to have you on our show, as well as our business owners have gained a lot of knowledge today. So I hope you come back next month for our next professional influencer from around the world. Welcome to the Recap and Coach's Corner, where we break down big ideas into easy, doable steps to help your business run smoothly, even without you. In our podcast, we talked about how having the right mindset is like having a secret superpower for your business. April shared with us how a growth mindset can be a game changer for your business. It's not just about thinking positive. It's about believing in your potential to learn and adapt. Heading into the coach's corner, I want to give you a solid takeaway. The yet mentality. When faced with a challenge, switch I can't do this to I can't do this yet. It's like adding a magic word that opens up a world of possibilities. This small shift in thinking sparks a positive domino effect, setting the stage for growth and success. As you gear up for the upcoming year, remember the power of yet. It's your tool for tackling challenges head-on and evolving with your business. I want to thank you for listening to Small Business Pivots. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. If you need help growing your business, go to michaeldmorson.com. And if you have a guest or a topic suggestion for a podcast or just want to talk anything small business related, email me at michael at michaeldmorson.com. We'll see you next time on Small Business Pivots.